Hello, welcome to Slice of Life. We are recording live from Kiwani right now. Uh, Kiwani. How's how's that pronounced? Kiwani. Yeah, we are. Uh, like key bump. Wani. Kiwani. We're on site. We're on site in Kiwani. We're uh, we're out of the Quad Cities. I knew this podcast Thank would God. take me places. Today it took me to the birthplace of meth. Is that <laughs> <laughs> Missouri? I think has that claim to fame, but I don't know where meth was born. It's possible. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was born during the Holocaust. Meth? Yeah, I think they did meth in the Holocaust. Hitler did meth. Isn't that true? Hitler didn't create meth. I don't think so. Oh, maybe the Nazis did. So thank you for that, Nazis. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't imagine Hitler himself was like in like a lab coat, and he's like, <laughs> some things were born. I found the solution, you know. Some like, things were born great out of the Holocaust. Not a lot of them, but meth was. So we could all be a know. minute into this podcast episode, and I did a Hitler impression. <laughs> you know, hey, it's we're already off and going, dude. Spe- I love it. Speaking of meth, I uh, I made a real adult move. This week, yeah, I got health insurance. Nice, good for I, you. Uh, I got health insurance from my job. I have not had health insurance for the last three years. As soon as I got off my parents' health insurance plan, you didn't get it for the army. Well, for, no. you you had to you had to pay. You know, it was only like literally fifty dollars a month, man. Oh. Like you, you could get it so cheap, but you still had to pay. And then I obviously I've worked other jobs that offered their health insurance plan as well. Right. And every time that came around, I'd be like. No, I could spend that money better elsewhere. <laughs> like how often am I fucking sick? You know, right. but finally, finally, I, um, I elected to get health insurance. I feel like a real adult now. I'm proud of you. I elected to get it because I've self-diagnosed myself with ADHD. I, uh, mm-hmm. I've went through all of the web MDs and stuff, every article I can research on it. And I'm like, I actually genuinely, and I do, I genuinely believe that I probably suffer from ADHD and a lot of my impulse issues and a lot of the other things that are kind of detracting from my life as a, a fully functional adult are probably the result of that. So yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get health insurance. I'm going to go get put on ADHD um, medication. Did you sell some Addies, bro? Yeah, I'm worried, man. I'm worried that uh, I'm, I'm going to take those and my brain's going to be so optimized that I'm going to be like, why the fuck am I doing stand-up comedy? I need to, my credit score is horrible. I need to fix that and, <laughs> and, and possibly possibly get myself a sleep apnea mask because my sleep could really be improved. You know what's funny is um, I got into a lot of trouble as a kid. You know, this is the 90s where like being depressed just kind of meant you were gay. So, or not that I was, I'm just saying like they didn't know how to diagnose problems, you know, when yeah, I was yeah. younger. Finally, after like this breaking point, my mom took me to a... Uh, like a child psychologist, I think, or a psychiatrist maybe. And, uh, you know, you had to do all these weird tests. And he's like, well, I'm going to test him for ADHD, which I don't know why the fuck my whole family. I mean, you know, in hindsight, they obviously know now. But at the time, they were like, I don't understand, you know, what this kid's problem is. So they went and did the test. And I, so for, I think it was an hour. And we went over to the cities to do it. I was fucking 15, 16 years old. And the test at the time was they sat you in front of a computer screen and you had to hit the space bar for every letter of the alphabet except the letter X. So for one hour, it's... Dude. (laughs) And you're going in this... And it doesn't go A, B, C, D, E. It goes C, F, G, Z, Y. That keeps it it fun. I'll play that game. And I'm just like... Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and so... And they're like, yeah, this kid's out of his mind. And then so I got on... I got on ADHD medicine at the time and it was lights out difference 
in terms of me as a kid in my house and then being a medicated kid on my house, I think, I mean, I don't want to speak for them, but every, I mean, my sisters, my mom, my dad, everyone would know the second I forgot to take a pill. They're like, have you taken your medicine today? I'm like, no. But so I, I got off of it. I think when I was like 18, 19. And then, like you said, once I got like health insurance for something, I started school and I was like, oh, this is what this is for. I cannot sit down here and focus on a fucking thing. Oh, it, it definitely, definitely detracted from my performance in school. I just, it's, it's really hard for me to focus. And I feel like oddly enough, like it's becoming more difficult for me to focus as I, as I continue to age, like it's mm-hmm. not getting better. It's no. like getting worse. Yeah. I don't know if that's just, just stress. Maybe I have more stressors right now. Maybe I have more in my mind right now. I'm more preoccupied. I'm sure you probably do. Um, But it it does. It seems like it's more difficult to focus. I do think it's crazy. (laughs) I do think it's crazy that there is, there's something um, that can be wrong with your brain chemistry uh, in this world. And a doctor can be like, you know what I think's really going to even you out? Meth. Meth. You know what's gonna help? You know what's gonna calm you down? Meth, like tight. <laughs> but yeah, dude. The second I got it as an adult, it's just like, and I don't take it every day. But the second I got it as an adult, it was just like, oh, yeah, yeah I get okay, it. Okay, all right, cool. I'm more focused on shit. Like, <laughs> it's not my day, is it? So, and I don't know how bad it is for me, but it's yeah. I mean, you get. To, I, I'm I'm all over the place when I don't have it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know how have you not started taking it yet. No, no, I haven't. I haven't got my primary care provider set up yet. I literally just elected health insurance, um, this week. Ooh, this week was open in the house. If you want to snort it up. Yeah, no, yeah, we can do that for sure. Um, yeah, man, it's, uh, okay. I apologize to the audience. My guest today is Mr. (laughs) Is Mr. Uh, JD Spetz. He is. Uh, one of my best friends. He is a local stand-up comic, and he is the host of a podcast, Movies I Like. It's, it's about books from the 1600s. Yeah, uh, yeah, and thank you for doing this with me, and thank you for, and I told you once, and I'll tell you again, I don't find myself that interesting, so I appreciate you wanting me to be your first guest. That's, that's very cool. Yes, very this, flattering. this is the second pod uh, podcast episode that JD's on. If you're listening to this, uh, you might be like, Zach, how can that be? This is the first episode. This is the first I'm hearing of this. And uh, the reason, the reason that it could be is because I am, uh, I'm fucking stupid. I am a dumb person. Don't say that. Um, I, I know you hate when I talk down to myself. Um, I, I just uh, think you have so much to offer. I'm a dumb person. Uh, it feels good to come out about that. I'm telling you, once I realized how fucking stupid I was, it was just, you know, it's, it, it's, yeah. it's liberating to yeah. know how the limitations of I yourself. feel so free right now. I gotta I feel, tell you, man, I do too. I feel untethered. Um, so, so we're recording this round two. Um, at the time we're recording this, I have already recorded, uh, you got a few episodes. Three, yeah. three additional episodes on top of this in the introduction episode. Three additional guests, um, and I'm going to have to. You have to do episode two again. I'm going to have to re-record episode two also. <laughs> so yeah. No, you, I'm happy to do this. this you, is fun. you live and learn. It's been a good week for you, man. Uh, yeah. You want to tell us about it? We had a show in Galva. You, me, Austin, put on by Austin, and I don't remember who else was there. 
Who else was there? I don't remember. Uh, Donnie Townsend, Tony Cavallo, Micah Drawless, and uh, Jason Melton from yeah. Chicago. So that was a lot of fun, and that show went well. And then Austin was cool enough to ask me to. He was cool enough to ask me to open for him, and it was a uh, it was a genuine pleasure to do it. I saw some clips from it. It looked really yeah, fun. I love really I love that new bit that you've been doing. Oh yeah. Well, I don't think I could do it now because I just put it up on the internet. So you can, <laughs> I, I, you can I fuck it, dude. I'm you can still do it. do it. How many people from the internet ever show? How many people do you ask from the internet to come to one of these shows that actually show up? No, Very few. None of That's kind of what him and I were, were talking yeah. about. The amount of people that it's been like. I can't wait to come to show. I'm going to get to a show. It's like, dude, stop. I don't fucking I, care. Dude, I, look at, I look at the shit that I put on the internet to be entirely separate from my stand-up comedy. Dude, I posted um, I posted a reel the other day and got like 50 follows from it. You oh, know, nice. you know yeah. what I mean? That's like 50 more people that might be listening to you and I talk about uh, Hitler's meth program. Hitler, Hitler's meth thing. and you know. Um, so I look at it as something entire, entirely different because I understand that most of those views... It's not going to be like a mixed audience of those views being right. in front of me watching me perform. So. Yeah. And uh, there was... Um, but I love that bit, dude. I do. That was and fun. I, and yeah. the, the, the duo, the Austin-JD duo, the fact that you, you have to bring him up there just makes it... Right. It's and, so good. You know, he do, that, was, that was the second time we had done that. And he, sold, he sells it really well. And it works well because of the way he sells it. So... Um, Natural actor, that kid. I, yeah. I, he didn't want to say the last one. So I brought up a guy who... Man, I, there yeah. there isn't a fucking worse human being that could have read the last example of what I was doing than you know uh, his name's Scott I think and yeah so Scotty. shout out to him so and it was so fucking cool that he did it and it was just a lot of fun yeah man it was a lot of fun would have been so crazy if he got in reading it and he's like I normally call him something else <laughs> <laughs> well dude I was gonna sl- I was gonna slip one there and just give it to him and just to see if he did it and I was like he's like I thought you were gonna do that the first time and I was like no because my original plan was to call people from the crowd um, to read them Austin, so, yeah. Austin looking at that last card before you called uh, Scotty up on stage and being like buddy, I have to perform after yeah. this. <laughs> I know. And that's what, so it was, was such a good take. It was, I'm like, it was the same. Uh, I gave him five cards to read and it was the same four, but the last one, yeah. like the, the first time he read it, the first one, this time was the last one. So he was kind of like, Oh fuck. What, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is not the way I remember doing this. So I was just kind of fucking with him that way, but he killed it. And then so did, uh, um, Scotty. Scotty. So yeah, yeah it was yeah, a lot of fun. He sold it really well. It was good, man. I love that bit. It's real Thank fun. You. So yeah. How was that man? Like, uh, you know, I, I, I know that Austin feels like he owes so much credit for you for getting him into this thing. That obviously has became um, such a passion project for him. Was it, how'd that feel being up there, man? Uh, um, that's a good question. It was genuinely, I genuinely felt honored that he asked because he said something to the effect of like, I don't know how I would repay you, but I don't see it that way because one, I didn't really suggest something to me. I didn't really suggest, I don't take compliments well, but I, he, I just said, I think you should try it. You're into this. So it was, I've done a lot of cool shit in terms of like, because of stand up and meeting people and stuff like that. And like, I've had some like kind of, you know, interesting opportunities or whatever it is, but it was genuinely a very, I felt very honored and um, proud of him. I will say Justin Tuttle reached out to me probably two or three months ago. And he's like, Hey, um, you know, do you know of any, any shows that are, you know, right. you could put on or whatever? And I, I told him all about Austin. Then Austin, Austin eventually had him on Anderson family coffee house. I just thought that was super cool being able to be like, 
actually I do, man. One of my close friends right. is consistently putting together shows, yeah. creates phenomenal lineups, has put a lot of time and effort into this, you know, at a variety of venues. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like, I and am. I, I am. I'm just incredibly proud of him. I am too. I'm getting man. emotional talking about it. Oh my God. I wish he was here. So I give him a big old hug. But, and, and again, too, he makes it look effortless. And I think that's also really fucking cool because he doesn't, I've never once heard him spaz. I've never once heard him complain about it. I've never once heard him say anything other than, you know, and again, I feel genuinely honored that he asks me to do, and I've told him this and I'll tell him this and I, and I will, anything you want me to do for you, I will do it. I just think it's incredible. I, 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 Dude, I've, I've, there have been times where I've went up to him after a show, um, and uh, that they, they didn't have the turnout that he wanted. And he's like, I'm just going to have to pay people out of pocket, you know, yeah. just by. And that's, I mean, like, who the, who the fuck else does the, that? Yeah, dude. No, no but I don't know of it. Like, and he's, this is what, you know, I'm, I suck as a person. And not only is he funny, he's great looking, great head of hair on him, fantastic guy. He's also the nicest human being I've probably ever met in my life. So it drives me fucking crazy. That, that's like the zenith of a human being, the way he, you know, I, I just, even if a person sucks, he's like, he's all right, we'll, we'll get him on a, you know, on a show or do whatever. He's going to give everyone a chance just because he's such a nice guy in that regard. You guys heard it here. If anyone's listening to this podcast, Austin Ingalls, book the kid. Book him. And try, try to keep, I dare you to keep your hands off of him. I, I dare, fucking dare you to try. I, I dare you. I dare you not to molest that young man back in the green room. Oh my God. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> like beat chicks off with a stick. Um, um, so yeah, it was, it, no, it was a lot of fun and I am forever grateful. And it was, it was just a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to know about Wu Tang and Nas and Busta Rhymes. Dude, talk about a, talk about a friendship such a mismatched friendship. I mean, you look at, you look at Stevie Moe and you think, uh, I mean, just looking at him, you're like dumb, uh, <laughs> ugly, I never uh, obese, uh, diabetic, um, smells <laughs> Is this bad. true? I don't know who this guy is. I don't think I've ever met him. <laughs> no, I mean, he, he looks like he, uh, he looks like he should be on the blue collar comedy tour. Okay. And then you have a conversation with this guy. Also, just one of the nicest human beings ever. Mm-hmm. We bust balls so hard. I mean, we go to dark places. He's the guy that you're shitting on on your like reels yeah. and shit. Okay, all right, I got you. Okay. I mean, we go to dark places busting balls, but honestly, um, he's a much sweeter human being than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no doubt about it. You, you look at this guy and you're like, I mean, wears cowboy boots and, you know, has a, a mullet essentially. Tight. And he has, I'm a huge hip hop head, Mm -hmm. Um, huge. He has such an encyclopedia of hip hop knowledge that it is astounding. Really? It it makes me not want to speak about hip hop when I'm around him Mm -hmm. so that I can continue feeling good about me knowing a lot more about hip hop (laughs) than the average person. Uh You know what I mean? And so we were driving up to the comedy bar on Wednesday and... He's like, hey, there's a show in Tinley Park on Friday. It's Wu-Tang and Nas. And also, my buddy saw that it's the uh, New York State of Mind tour. He's like, my buddy saw him in St. Louis, and they bought, they brought Buster Rhymes on stage. That's incredible. And I'm like, what the fuck? And dude, like, 
I don't go to many concerts, you know, I think they're overrated. And, and my, my weekends are like a sacred space of me trying to recoup as much free time as I possibly can and always failing miserably some, some way or another. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, if I don't go to this concert, I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I didn't want to do I didn't want to do anything that Friday because I had to wake up so early on Saturday to drive fucking five hours for a wedding, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, But I'm like, you know what? Fine. We were initially going to take the train down, but it's in Tinley Park. Yeah, good luck. So we would have had to have spent, you know, $700 on a fucking Uber to Mm -hmm. get to the fucking venue. It just, so we just, we drove. Mm -hmm. Dude, it was, it was insane. It was, I like... I would go back and forth between like, like dancing and like fucking mouthing the fucking words of the songs to like just holding my fucking face in my hand and being like, I can't believe I'm here right this now. This is awesome. I, 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 uh, Method Man wasn't on the lineup. Uh, yeah, man, he went Hollywood. You know, I don't. Fuck. I, I. So they, they're bringing everyone out. Who, uh, who sc- screamed? Bring the ruckus. Yeah, it was uh, Riza Jizza. Uh, you God, Ghostface Killer, Chef Raekwon, Inspector Deck, Capadonna, uh, Master Killer—they were all, they were all. Oh, and so y- all of them not method. <laughs> and and young Dirty Bastard, old Dirty Bastard's son. I did hear that. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, like, I'm straight. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah you're, you're just doing like, you aren't your dad, so you're just doing like an impression of your dad. So yeah. like, I, it's yeah, I don't know. You know what's funny is, uh. And I have a question about that too. I was just watching Taylor Hawkins tribute on, I think it was like on, I don't know, YouTube or Twitter or something like that. And Dave Grohl brought his daughter out to sing a song. And it's like, she was incredible. They sing like some stupid Jeff Buckley song. And I'm like, I don't get it. Why is your kid here? I mean, I understand that the Foo Fighters have been a band for 20 years and she probably knew intimately your bandmate and friend and it's your kid and whatever. Why is she singing the song? Yeah. Like, I get why his kid played drums. Yeah. To the song My Hero. That makes sense to me. I don't really understand why your daughter's here singing. Yeah. And it's also, it's like, Love Old Dirty Bastard. Sure. Uh, wasn't. Hardly the talent of that group. Wasn't, wasn't renowned uh, as a family man. <laughs> Was it? He gets like they had a number one album, and he's on MTV going to cash fucking food stamps. Like um, they're like, yeah, dude, we're gonna he, investigate you. You now. know, with yeah, with those domestic violence <laughs> yes. uh, allegations, the the back child support. Uh, he's it, a crackhead, wasn't he? I I, I don't remember. He, it- they they eventually diagnosed him uh, like right before his death with bipolar disorder, mm, but obviously mm. drugs. Uh, I was gonna exacerbate problem with that, those, that he, whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he became kind of like a folk legend just because he was so he was so like crazy all the time you right. know he was constantly doing crazy shit you know like everyone else kind of but, like, butt oh, their shit guy, up this guy's just bipolar yeah um this guy's a bipolar crackhead oh okay that makes so much but, more sense but like knowing the relationship that or i mean not knowing obviously you don't know anything right. but like reading between the lines of the relationship <laughs> he had with his family right and now his son's just like I'm so glad I'm paying homage to my father right now. Like, are you? Or is this a paycheck? Yeah. I'm not saying it can't be both. I'm just saying it seems to me more like. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, how was Nas? So good. Oh, my God. Dude. So good. And then uh, as far as Wu-Tang went, um, Raekwon and Ghostface, like, 
Ra- Ra- Raekwon's my my favorite member of Wu Tang Clan. I'm probably a RZA or a Ghostface fan. Yeah. yeah. Um, Liquid but, Swords. I love that album. Yeah, only built for Cuban Links was yeah, was my great, number one. That's a great so. fucking album. But uh, they ca- they carried the show for sure. Uh-huh. Like in the di- like the the way they play off one another, and it like it it wasn't just a concert, dude. It was like a full production. You know what I mean? Like yeah. RZA knows how to fucking. Did you say Jizza was there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, uh, RZA yeah. knows how to fucking uh, put together a show. Like it. Oh yeah. It 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 was it was insane, man. It was so good. And then we drove. Drove two and a half hours uh, back home, uh, got home at two in the morning, and then I had a wedding the next fucking day. I drove five hours across the state of Iowa for, nope. to watch my watch my buddy get married in an 18-minute long ceremony. Nope. Uh, and uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad I was there. No, like, no. you know, and like, I... Uh, when I say I'm going to do something, I do I do everything in my power to, to follow through with that. Um, so you're 20, how old are you? 29? Yeah. Okay. How many weddings have you been to? In my life? Sure. I love weddings. See, I used to love weddings. I love weddings. I've been in, I counted it the other day, 11, I think 13, and probably been to 100 more. Eh, let's say 50 more. Yeah, well, I'm ob- fucking over them. Obviously, you're way over cooler it. than me. Uh, I'm not. I don't, I'm, I'm not. No, no, no. I don't mean that to say. I'm just saying. I don't think. I don't think I'd ever be in another one again. Yeah. I don't know. I'm giving the toast at my buddy's wedding in a couple weeks. Mm. I'm gonna be in that wedding, uh, and that made me feel special. Until you're like, I'm in weddings all the time. Anyway. That's that's, ne- that's neither. No, 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 no. That's I, neither. Li- listen. All right. So many people in my life love me. That everyone's like, ah, oh, we need to have them in this. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I, have, I, don't know. <laughs> I have 11 people in my life that have decided that I'm one of the five most important men in their life. Oh my God, dude, me- <laughs> hardly. There's like there are 12 dudes in these things. Like, uh, but it's no, but I'm just saying like as 36 goes and watching all, you know, all of my older sister's friends getting married, other friends that I've had getting married, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm just like, you know what, man, I, I. I, I think I'm you're right. You are you are older than me. It'll probably pick up in my 30s. I, I, th- think, I think I think will. a lot more people are gonna want me in their wedding. Um, I sure hope so. Would you say you're officiating that wedding? No, I'm delivering the toast. Oh. Best man? No, I, I I don't know how that's. Uh, we're all just groomsmen, you okay. know, according to the. But I think like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, come on, yeah, we, we, guys. We, I'm the BM here. Yeah, Can are. I give you a piece of advice? I've done it twice. Okay. Don't run jokes. Just be thoughtful, kind of make a hacky It's whatever. exclusively jokes, and it's also exclusively jokes about his first marriage failing. I, I'm, I'm going to go no. <laughs> yeah, Are you for no, real? I'm, oh, okay. fucking, I'm fucking joking. Like, dude, <laughs> that's going to go down like a fucking Led Zeppelin. I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I got to this wedding. Um, they were friends from the military. I just, got, I, I just, I just, I just got out recently. Um, all about how his first marriage failed. That, <laughs> I would, I would go with you to that wedding if that's what you promised to do. And obviously we would leave and you probably could never be invited to something like that again. <laughs> um, so I got there, uh, before the Galva show last Friday, yep. I, I get a text message, um, from, from my buddy, Josh, who is like the admin person at the unit, mm-hmm. you know? And he's like, where are you at? Because it was drill weekend. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't think I had to fucking 
beat at this one. I'm outside. You know what I mean? And I'm like, uh, well, it's my last one. Um, I didn't think I had to be there and I've committed to this show this Friday and I have plans this weekend like people would do when they don't leave their schedule open to go right. do something for the last time for no reason. Um, and I'm like, so I'm not coming right. to that. I'm not coming. Uh, put me down as an unexcused absence. Do whatever you have to do. I'm at this wedding and uh, my friends are, I'm like, uh, how was drill last weekend? And they're like, I'm going to not completely throw anyone under the bus right now. So I'll keep this as vague as possible. They said, someone in my senior leadership was wanting to file AWOL paperwork against me. I obviously know who who it was. Of course. Um, Fuck that guy. I'm like, man. I thought you were done. Yeah, well, this is my last one. I thought I was done, too. I had this last one to go to. I'm not. Fuck, fuck that. I watched people not show up the entire last year of their fucking contract. Mm-hmm. Let me miss one fucking drill. We're fine. Right. I promise. Um, and this dude wanted to file AWOL paperwork against me. I'm like, wow, dude, like guy was really trying to throw me under the bus, um, which is crazy to me knowing uh, some of the complicated situations that guy's had with buses. There are five people there listening to this. They're going to get that joke. I don't expect you to suck we, my dick guy. Yeah. Um, but Not those uh, five people, but, the guy. But those five people are like, he fuck, fuck he fuck, fuck, he fucking said it. Fuck he fucking yeah. said it. Um, anyway, well yeah. done. Fact Why don't you of the matter, his fucking name and social out there. Fuck it. I could really say whatever I want. Like, sure, show. What are they gonna do? Are they gonna like show up to drill next weekend and be like, truth to do the, something about specialist Vaughn? You can't do shit. Truth is the absolute defense to liable, my friend. I'm say fucking done. Suck my dick. All yeah. right. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry about that. Um. Yeah, it was a beautiful ceremony, man. Short and sweet. That's the way I like it. Uh, more time for party time, mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't party because I had to drive four and a half hours back home. Where afterwards. was this wedding? Buffalo Center, Iowa. It's like right next oh, to Minnesota. Raised. You're a better friend than I am, dude. Yeah. Um, I And like when I woke up that day, man, like especially after that concert, I, no part of me, no part, <laughs> no part of me wanted to drive four and a yeah. half hours None. I think we got home at like one thirty, and it was just like, well, I didn't, I don't think we let, we went to. And then you when know. you, when you make that sort of like commitment to doing something for someone, you're like, I, I don't expect this to be repaid. But when you're there, you're kind of like, I feel like you should be sucking my dick right now. I know this is your special day, <laughs> but let me walk you over the last 24 hours. So you understand. Let the me commitment. just go. Let me just, I want to tell you about my day. I want to tell you about what it took for me to be here, and then you can decide what you're going to do for me Yeah, on your, on your day. Can I tell you something? And this, uh, this annoys the bejesus out of people, and I stand, I stand fucking firm with this. Okay. Things like Get that. Get it out there. I don't buy a wedding gift. My gift, your gift, is me here because I have driven five hours. I've spent thousands of dollars on bachelor parties doing things with you, I'm not saying one spe- one person specifically. I'm saying you're talking all- about any of the eleven, uh-huh. yeah. And it's coming and helping setting up, buying this tux, whatever else it is. Your gift is me here. I'm not getting you a gift. I don't care where you're fucking registered. It doesn't mean shit to me. And I also don't expect if I ever got married, I don't want people to get me a gift. I feel like that's selfish. I, you're, and I'm not saying people are wrong because I'm sure I am. I'm just saying. I've always thought that was incredibly weird of like, I've had friends whose wives have gotten like genuinely shitty with me that I didn't get them a present. I'm like, 
I took four fucking days off of work to come here and set up this bullshit with you. So, uh, uh, what do you want me to do? Man? I, um, like, yeah, that is that out, is my theory. Out, out him, dude. Start saying names. Start saying names. Uh, no, Margaret, you fucking no. Margaret, you fucking bitch. No, but yeah, I was just like hotel rooms that were four hundred dollars a night. Yeah, like, there was there was no nope. way I could have I could have gotten a hotel room. Obviously, that would have meant that we'd be recording later in the day mm-hmm. today um, because I went straight from that to recording because I don't stop, can't stop, won't stop. Sure. Let me think. Yeah, it was um it was a beautiful ceremony. Um, Do you want to shout them out? Uh, yeah, shout out uh, Brett and Tosh. Congratulations, Brett and Tosh. Congratulations, guys. I wish you years of happy marital Year, bliss. Years and years of happiness. Good for them. So now that you're out of the military, what are you going to do with all of your military stuff? Do they give you a gun when you leave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They really? just they just let, they just let you take it for real. No, oh, take I don't know. You don't get your sidearm, dog. That's insane. <laughs> I didn't have a sidearm. Why? I had a fucking M16 from Vietnam era. No, uh, <laughs> right right before right before I got out right before I got out they uh, upgraded us all uh, to M4s. Uh, have you seen Top Gun too? Yeah. Of course I have. Dude. How'd you feel about that movie? I loved it. It was so I good. I teared up four fucking times watching it. When like Iceman, you see him for the first time, legit teared up. When Maverick breaks like the sound barrier or whatever, legit teared up. The first time he's back at Top Gun, teared up. When Iceman dies, teared up. When he makes the fucking run, teared Dude, I was, it, it was, I, I'm not even saying this is a weird way. It was one of the most special experiences i had at a movie theater of all time i mean <laughs> dead serious when i say that too it was incredible austin has a bit about another special experience he had in a movie theater yes he does um shout out to that it was a uh yeah it was it was a phenomenal movie when they so i i obviously i knew val kilmer's going through throat cancer sure um he released that did you watch that documentary I did only because that just looked sad. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't end up watching either. But I'm obviously I'm aware. I'm aware of the right. premise. Of I, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I know. Um. So when he was in that movie, you know, and his he's mostly talking through the computer, and then he, you yeah, know, he, I, 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 yeah, I, 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 like yeah. fucking Stephen Hawking, <laughs> uh, with his stupid Sorry. little stupid little scarf on. <laughs> Gay little scarf, dude. I gotta be honest with you. I thought he made the scarf look all right. That um, scarf looked all right. I mean, it's like you're not fooling anybody. We know what's wrong with you, but like, I thought it was all right. But uh, gay. <laughs> <laughs> but then then he goes to speak, uh, and speak. Yeah, yeah, and teared up. Swear I, to God, I ass- I assumed that the speech that we were hearing was his own, obviously deteriorated through throat cancer speech right i i just assume like oh that's the that's the level it's at right now you know and like everyone in the theater like gives like the round of applause it's an, you like, know oh, an emotional it. moment sure. um it was his not and I, his and, and i'm and i'm right there with you yeah but then it turns out that the speech yeah. was ai generated anyway and it's some of his kids speaking and at that point why not just make him sound good yeah <laughs> if you can do that why not let him stand up out of a chair and not speak through a computer. Right. Let's just pretend nothing's wrong. You just in the let world. him move his mouth, and it's just like <laughs> a little bit more raspy. I agree wholeheartedly. I thought it was his kid. Yeah, I you, didn't know that they AI generated that. Like someone said, it was his kid doing his voice. Yeah. So his kid's just been practicing this shitty throat like, cancer impression of his dad. Of when he's like, when he's when he's talking shit to his dad, he's just like, <laughs> my, my name's Val. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they're like, you're perfect for this you're movie. You're perfect. You know what? We need your voice. But yeah, no, that's fucking hilarious. Did you know that Michael Douglas got th- uh, throat cancer? And do you have, do you know the reason he claims he got throat cancer? Blaming it from eating out Catherine Zeta-Jones, like, right? Eating too much pussy. I'm eating... like, how much pussy are you eating that it gave you throat cancer? Because now I'm worried. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to expose myself right here. <laughs> but when I found out that's something that could Genuine... potentially lead to throat cancer. <laughs> Thinking about some of the the dark places sure. uh, that I've been in in my life and of the course. way that I've recovered through those dark places mm-hmm. by doing horribly irresponsible and unsafe acts right. as frequently as possible, I'm like, oh fuck, Shit. I have throat cancer, <laughs> and then I and then I'm like, well, thank God I have health insurance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're gonna to bring it all around, dude. Thank Christ you have health insurance thank- because, like, when I found that in 2013, I'm like, yo. This is a problem, I think. This might be... I smoke cigarettes like it's going out of style. I'm going to get... I, I got to get a biopsy or something. I got to take it easy on box eating. This is going to be a problem in my life. What a fucked up way. I mean, like, first off, coolest way Bravo, to get cancer. Sir. That is... If you're going to go out, sir, you just went out like a fucking G. That's but, incredible. But that is fucked up that is a thing that is allowed to happen to you Dude, in this world. And you know what's also fucked up? And I'll never forget this. He went out with Catherine Zeta Jones and he's like, yo, I ate a lot of pussy in the seventies. That's probably what this is from. All right. Thanks. No more questions. And she's just like, Could you? it's like, dude, what? Yeah. That's insane that she's, you know, I'm so proud. And he was so brave. It's like, well, when you, that's insane. When you're fucking, when you're fucking eating pussy at the level that guy's eating pussy at, trust me, he could say anything into that microphone. She was going to support him. Oh yeah. She's like, you're, di- you're <laughs> goddamn right. He did. <laughs> she was just smiling ear to ear. I'm sad. She's like, I'm here to tell all of you. I'm here to tell the world that this guy knows what he's doing. Down I'm there. so sad about the throat cancer, but everything else, I fucking, love I love it. it. I, I got to so tell you much. too. It's like, I don't think I've ever done anything in my life that good. Specifically, I do not eat pussy that well. That's incredible. Well, you don't know that he's eating it well, but I like to imagine, and for obviously. The man's sick. How do you get to Carnegie Hall, dog? The man's fucking sick. We're going to imagine that he's doing a good job. Yeah, of course he is. And I, I, I want to believe that he's doing a good job. Yeah. Um, you don't not learn some tricks along the way. I, um, I haven't been gifted with like a great number of talents in this world. <laughs> but I might get real with you. All right. For just a second. Okay, go ahead. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I, I eat pussy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying at, at at a level that first of all, if you're getting ready to say that you're you eat pussy at a level of Michael Douglas, you bite your fucking tongue, sir. No, because no, you do I not. Would, I would never. I would never <laughs> even suggest. That. Okay, I play basketball. I ain't Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? The only reason, the only reason that I'm mentioning this. Okay, and I, I'll probably edit it out because I feel so. You, I, you, so please tell me you can't. You cannot edit this out. So weird about saying it. Okay, your mom's is, probably listening to this. By the way, yeah. Yeah. Heart emoji. And she's like, Heart reaction. she's like, I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of I'm him. I'm so, yeah. Thank God. I knew I raised a little gentleman. Uh, shout out mom. Shout out moms, dude. <laughs> the only reason I mentioned this when you're in your, when you're in your early twenties, you're still kind of so insecure about sex as like, uh, as, Buddy, a, as late as teens, a, I'm 36 and I'm still a little insecure as, about as, sex as a thing that like, you aren't like, you aren't having dialogues or like conversations about it. Mm-hmm. Like you aren't at that point yet. Like I, I've just recently reached the point where I'm like, 
like asking questions. Sure. You know what I mean? Like where something like I could hear something before and I would just be like, well, that's that's something I heard. Now I'm, like, now I'm like, now I'm like, elaborate, you know, please. Why, elaborate. Yeah, why don't you? So anytime that I've done uh, that, I've performed cunnilingus and I get like a a, ra- a rave review. <laughs> sure. Um, <clears throat> it's always immediately followed by that girl being like shitting on every other man that's ever eaten pussy. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, here's the reality of it. I haven't changed the way that I eat pussy since I started eating pussy. Sure. So when somebody compliments me on it, and then they make it seem like it's this skill that was difficult to acquire, <laughs> like like it, like it must have taken me years of fucking meditating in the Tibetan mountains to fucking figure out how to find a clitoris, mm-hmm. my next question's always like, what is everyone else doing, man? <laughs> Yeah. What are what are the other people doing when they eat pussy? Yeah. This isn't rocket science. I promise. I move my tongue not rhythmically, just as fast, <laughs> just as fast as I possibly can fucking move it before my jaw starts cramping and yeah. I have to come up for air on your clitoris specifically. And if I'm feeling real good, I'll fucking slide a finger in there oh, and course. fucking rub sure. that G spot while I'm doing it. I'm not spelling the alphabet. I'm not fucking reciting Shakespeare down there. I'm not nibbling. I'm not doing any like. So what if it's that simple? What's everyone doing wrong, man? I don't know. And I don't, I mean, and I, I just need to watch probably I just, a lot of guys that do it. I just need to watch more people eat pussy. I'm just curious at this I am point. Too. I got to know. Because it doesn't really seem like it's something that's hard to figure out. <laughs> shout out Michael Douglas, man. Yeah, dude. Shout out to Michael Douglas. Godspeed, I, sir. And, I, you know, your recovery. I wonder if that's how Val Kilmer got throat cancer is from eating too much Sniz. Do you think like maybe just like box in the eighties and seventies was just just tainted? Like it was like one of those like I mean um, it was like AIDS time. One of those like Walmart like uh turkey pepperoni recall I mean, situations. Anyway, you know, it's or, like feminism. Like you probably didn't like chicks were burning bras and stuff. I bet they didn't do a lot of fucking snatch upkeep. So you think that, so you think that you think that the the cancer is related to um, not manicuring around the clam? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Like, not, the, like the pubic hairs just hold in the cancer. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think that's it. I think it's just like, you know, like hose that thing out once in a while. Maybe that was a problem. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I don't no, you're right. Know, dude. You know what? Like a crazy, who, do you think anyone's buying um, dental dams? Like a dental dam would have literally, listen, a dental dam would have saved Michael Michael Douglas's life potentially probably who are those things that are actually sold or are those just like uh just a, a myth who's putting a piece I of don't fucking think I've ever seen one. saran wrap over a fucking can you imagine how terrifying that would just be to look at and also just like yeah a, if you have to buy a dental dam hey man maybe don't do this yeah maybe just leave buddy that's in, that's insane to me I'm not going to go through life with one hand tied behind my back. You feel me? I'm just not going to. Can you do imagine it. like having a partner that's having a herpes outbreak, just looking at those fucking? <laughs> I, I don't want a herpes shame, but I, I imagine those pus-filled fucking sores. I just imagine it's just awful. And then they're like, "I can't stop myself. I have to from go down there eating your pussy <laughs> right at this moment." And then just going into the kitchen cabinet. Grabbing I mean, some glad sandwich bags and just 
<laughs> just putting like uh, wax paper over your fucking face, and it's just like, all right, I'll already. I mean, because I, yeah, dude, what, what, why? You're just in it for the love of the game. That's, that the, that's just the love of the game type of thing at that point. Do you There's, think Michael Douglas ever used a Denzel Dam? What doesn't he have to now? Because the, can he spread cancer through cunnilingus? Oh man, I hope he doesn't have to. I that would so. suck. Like having something that you be like love, taming a wild bronco. Having it's like, what? Why? Why are we doing this? Having something that you love take you out of this world, mm-hmm. and then not even being able to do it. I got to tell while you, you, await the sweet release of death. Right, and you know what's the point? What's the point of this? What was this all for? Because I got to tell you, if you went through life eating that much pussy. And then they're like, you can't ever do this again. It's like, it's like, are you going to chop Leonardo da Vinci's hands off? No, you would never do that. Even if he had hand cancer, you'd still let the man paint. So I don't understand why we're not letting Michael Douglas go down on Catherine Zeta-Jones, who is held up well, by the way, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I love Catherine Zeta-Jones. Where were we fucking, where did, where did we, how did we get here? I think here? we were talking about Top Gun. We, oh, Celebrity Crushes. And Brad Pitt made the wrong choice. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but do you understand, like... Who's your celebrity crush? <clears throat> Are you seriously asking me that fucking question? You didn't have, you didn't have the answer no. just prepped, putting no. the gun ready to fucking no. fire off like a curious. fucking gun in MGK's mouth or something? <laughs> well, I wish you would have pulled the trigger. That guy sucks. Yeah, he's still... Um, celebrity crush. Uh, I had a thing for Jennifer Lawrence for a minute. Um, she was hot. Yeah. The uh, chick in, damn it, I'm going to forget. Did Jennifer ever, Aniston's hot. Did you ever see uh, Mother? No. With Jennifer Lawrence? No. H- horrible. It, see, like, dude, and that's what like so, we were talking about before so we started. I don't care about gay horror movies like that. Like these, it's not, isn't it about like she's in a cult and she has to have the Antichrist or some bullshit like that? Like, I, I. I've I've scrubbed the movie from my memory. I saw it when I was in theaters. I was I was excited. I'm a huge horror fan. Like I okay. love I love horror. I like it when it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And so anytime there's kind of like a new direction in it, or I kind of like some of these more like art house sure. sort of horror yeah, films of lately. So, I mean, a lot of times, more often than not, they fucking suck. Uh-huh. But when it's done well, it's like, oh, it's cool seeing horror done in a different way than I'm used to seeing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't the case with this movie. No. It sucks, man, because I'm I'm so into movies that I'm into movies in the way that I can have a conversation with you and Austin. Right. I'm more into movies than probably any of my other friends. So a mm-hmm. little while ago, um, probably like a year and a half ago now, I joined like a cinephile film group on Facebook. Okay. Because I was just tired of having conversations with my friends about movies and them not getting it or not understanding the appeal. And I'm like, I'm going to find some like-minded people. It is the worst cross section of humanity. It is so, they're so pretentious. I could imagine. It is like the worst in that group. And I'm like, well, this sucks because like I'm more into movies than anyone I know, but like you all suck. I'm not fucking, jerking off to fucking Gaspar no films like you fucking losers. Dude, and, and yeah man and that's the thing and I've seen I mean I've I kind of have this maybe and maybe I'm wrong and maybe whatever but like I've seen more movies than probably most people I know I uh I got into film school in Milwaukee I talked to an advisor I saw the course and what I'd be doing I had a, a lot of film classes in college where we watched you know 
old classics and I don't know, I'm talking, you know, it happened one night and, you know, movies like that and Marlon, obscure Marlon Brando movies and movies of Paul Newman and, you know, Claudette Colbert and all, I, you know, all of those things into the 80s and the 70s and the 60s and, you know, the 50s, 40s, and then today, all of that kind of stuff. So, you trust me when I tell you, I'm just saying, I've seen a lot. And the movies that are like, <clears throat> those people in those groups that you're talking about, it's like, oh my God, you know, there isn't a better movie than Citizen Kane. It's like, yeah, there is. I'm sorry, but there, there just is. I, I, I don't mean that in the sense of like, it's like Singing in the Rain's the greatest movie of all time. It's like, no, it isn't. Yeah. Or, you know, and I'll say this all day. I don't think The Dark Knight is as good as everyone says it is. I think the ending of that movie is stupid. The sonar thing. Like, in terms of, like, storytelling, it kind of falls off a little bit for me. Star Wars, the very first one, it, it is ought- a legitimately bad movie. It's not well acted. It's not well directed. There's bloopers everywhere. Harrison Ford is hammy and kind of gay in it. Like, uh, Princess Leia is overacting in it. It's like... The Empire Strikes Back is fantastic. It is a fantastic sequel. But the very first Star Wars, not that good. Sorry. Like, it just isn't that good. But like, you and I were talking about Heat. That is a fantastically written, it's fantastically directed. The acting in it, bar Pacino a few times, is phenomenal. Almost universally regarded as the most accurate sequence of gunfighting gun in a movie. In, yeah, in yeah. Movies. And I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I'll say this, and I've said this, The Silence of the Lambs is a legitimate masterpiece of filmmaking. There is zero fat on it. Saving Private Ryan is a masterpiece of filmmaking. Or, And I'm not saying that like just because I like these movies. I'm, ju- I'm just meaning it more in the sense of like, there's a great moment in The Office when it's towards the end of the thing, and he's like, my name's Luke. Uh, I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And t- I'm into cinema. My favorite movies are Citizen Kane and the Boondock Saints. And it's just like that right there is a perfect joke about the pretentious dildos that like are into movies. Both of the, don't get me wrong, dude. Citizen Kane for what it was at the time it was is fantastic. It was made almost a hundred years ago. Yeah. Like Boondock Saints is fucking terrible. Uh, th- so like the, and that's what those people are all the time about shit like that. Yeah. And it's just like, you don't need to be, and I think that kind of, and honestly, man, I kind of think that goes for like stand up and music and you can get too close to something, anything, of any course. form of art. And then it, you know, you start being selective and, you know, kind of a uh, cunty about the entire process for sure. That is a drawback. And it's something that just takes a lot of self-awareness to avoid. I go into that group all the time. Um, and get on the comment sections and just like leave little jokes, mm-hmm. like not mean or pointed jokes, not like making fun of anyone. Like just if I have like a funny take on something they said, yeah. And every time, every time people just take it as literal, and I'm just like, oh, that's because any person this into movies uh, is for sure autistic. I, and again, it's just like kind of what we're talking about. It's like you're taking something too seriously. It's a movie when people are like freaking like, and everyone says this and to take it back to the dark night, like dude, people lost their fucking minds when it was announced. And I don't know how old you were when this happened, but I was 22, 21, 22 when Heath Ledger was cast as the Joker. I remember what I was going to say now. Go ahead. lost their fucking minds about that and it's like i get it you're close and if we're talking superheroes batman is my favorite i don't give a fuck who the joker in a movie is 
I just want to enjoy the thing that I want to enjoy. When you take something that's so, and I understand that it's like sports or whatever, it's bigger than you and I get it. It's just like, go and enjoy it. Robert Pattinson, the same thing. Everyone's like, I can't believe this. That Batman was incredible. Like yeah, it was really good. It's very good. It's kind of like put Nirvana mean, back on the map. Sure. I mean, where did those guys go? What were, what were they before? What were they before Batman? But it's, it's probably a little too long. There are parts that probably drag on. I'm not saying it's a flaw. It's a perfect movie. I'm just saying like, just enjoy the thing that you want to enjoy. Or like people being like, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. It's like, no man, that's just the thing that you like. And it's fine that you like the things I'll fuck around. I'll joke about it. But like, dude, that's what you're into, man. That's what you're into. And that's cool that you're into something, you know, but taking it to a point, and I'm sorry, it just kind of fires me up, but like taking it to a point where it's just Couldn't so tell. fucking serious. It's like, I don't understand why you get so serious about a thing that you have. N- Game of Thrones is so fucking gay to me. So fucking gay to me. I love it. Of course you do. Dragons and a midget dude. No, thank you. But I, when people were like petitioning and go funding me to give money to refilm the next last season, it's like, dude, it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. It's fine. It's just, but like you just said, I love it. You loving it. Does the last season mean that you don't love that show now? I didn't. I, I mean, I have like the outlier take of, I don't think the last season was as bad as okay. people. Uh, uh, yes, but, exactly but what I'm even, saying. But even if I did, even at, like for <clears throat> Dexter, Dexter, for Dexter, instance. It fell I, off the I, map hard. I loved Dexter up until the last couple seasons. Does that mean that I don't still love seasons Four. One through four yep. of Dexter. One through four is incredible. Yeah. And like everyone hated this last season. And I'm like, it ended the way that I didn't like the kid shit. I didn't like any of that. But oh, like, you're talking about the new, the yeah. new one they and did? And spoiler alert on that if you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't love it either. But, but and uh, it was 10 episodes. I liked probably four of them. But you know what? I still watched every fucking episode. I did too. And it still gave me something to do for 10 weeks of my life. So exactly. fuck it. And like, to be honest with you, I thought it ended well. Yeah, when people get... When people get so pretentious about art and entertainment uh-huh. in particular, right. it's taken away the entire fucking point of it, Dude, man. Exactly. Like, it's, it's literally detracting for the entire reason that these things fucking exist, and that is to entertain us or to cause us to feel a certain way. Like, people, people fucking hate on Marvel movies, for mm-hmm. instance, right? Do I think that Marvel movies are cinematic masterpieces with a fucking deep intellectual plot that leaves me stimulating and wanting more when I'm out of the theater? No. But is it fucking fun to watch? A hundred percent. Exactly. I've watched... I've never seen a Thor. I, I, those do nothing for me. I've never seen a Guard, Guardians of the Galaxy. They don't really do anything for me. Um, I've never seen Black Panther. I know. It's problematic. But like... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have to admit to that. You just did. That's I did. the crazy I know, part. That's funny. Uh, but like, I've watched all the ones I like ten times. Yeah, they're nine hours long. I'm like, they're right, they're fucking they're, comfort. Yeah. They're comfort foods of movies sometimes, exactly, man. Dude. It's it's you know, and it's good to have those things in your entertainment re- you know repertoire, whatever right. it is. All fanboy over the Dark Knight trilogy. I went to see all of those in theaters. I own them all. I've watched all of them a trillion times. I don't like the sonar at the end of the first or at the end of the Dark Knight Rises. I think it kind of falls off a cliff at the end, or at least you didn't finish as strong as two hours of that movie was. Yeah, I still I still watch it at least once a year. Heath Ledger is still incredible in it. Christian Bale does great. Maggie Gyllenhaal is good. Aaron Eckhart I could do without, but whatever. I, it, it's not that I don't dis. 
I'm just saying it's pr- it, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, it, but just because there's people aren't able to admit that it's like there's a flaw in this movie. It's like, no, it's either the greatest thing ever or it's like there's zero flaws in that movie. It's like there is kind of – I mean – and again, I'm not trying to do that or be cunty just to poke holes in something. I'm just saying I can disassociate myself from that and watch it. And you know why I know there's flaws in it? Because I've watched it 200 fucking times. Like, they're incredible. I've also seen the George Clooney Batman 900 times, and it's fucking awful. Like, <laughs> it's what you. It's just like it's exactly what you said. It's like a comfort for whatever it is, like Marvel movie, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, I- You can't sit around and watch 2001's A Space Odyssey, which, by the way, isn't good all the time like i think what i think what movies a lot like allow us to do more so than anything and it's probably why the range of movies that people are interested in is so different mm-hmm. is they have that ability to transport you back to where you were at when you were watching that movie yeah absolutely when i fucking watch certain horror movies like i remember it it takes me back to Growing up watching horror movies, my mom was a big horror movie fan, you know, being interested in those movies, it, you know, reminds me of Halloween and the time of year when I was consuming those movies the most, yep. the most frequently, and it just kind of takes you out of whatever else is going on in your life and it, it puts you there in that mm-hmm. place. And that's good to have those things, yeah, whatever absolutely. those things are for you. Nostalgia is a fucking good thing. Yeah. Sometimes you have to get out of your fucking head and all the stupid shit that's on your plate right now and just be like, yeah, shit does feel pretty dumb right now, but it didn't always feel dumb. And there were times when it felt dumb that I didn't think it was ever going to not feel dumb again. And turns out it did not feel dumb again. And everything's going to be okay. Right. I can just sit here and watch this movie. Remember when things were fucking dope or simple or whatever the fuck they were for mm-hmm. you. And then get back to my dumb life right now. But with the understanding that whatever dumb shit I'm going through at this moment probably isn't going to last forever. Things are going to be okay. Right. Or you could just, and I, yeah, I agree with you exactly. Like I had a fucking shit day at work or whatever it is that people, you know, whatever. And for two hours, I just don't want to think. I want to watch something that entertains me, and I just want to sit here and do nothing else but just watch this thing. That's how, or like, uh, yeah, that's just what I mean. It does not have to be taken so fucking seriously as, like, and I don't know how you feel about this, but uh, you, uh, you and I have kind of talked about, like, you know, the group chats and people in the stand-up scene and all those kinds of things. And some of the conversations that I've had with some people, it's just like, this is supposed to be fun. And if you're not enjoying doing this, what is the point? Yeah, I'm going to leave it on this. Here is my overarching fucking thought on all of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. If there is any form of art that you are consuming or that you care about, it's painting, it's writing, gay. It's st- it's stand-up comedy, it's movies, it's music, and you're really into that thing, and it is not paying your bills, and you are shitting on other people's opinions about it because you're so into that thing while you go and work at fucking Happy Joe's, you are a fucking asshole. Yeah, and... <laughs> And you couldn't have said it more perfectly. I've said this to Austin. I've said this to you. I've said this to Les- shout out Leslie Mitchell. I've said this to everybody. 
you just nailed it. If it is not paying your bills, you are not allowed to people that have like done three open mics and be like, you know, as a professional stand-up comedian or, or whatever it is, it's like, no, you are exploring a creative side of you. And that's all it really needs to be at this point. You have taken it. I, I should be up, you know, do you know, whatever it is or whatever the problem is. There was a kid who, sorry, there was a kid who came to a mic bombed for five minutes and then came to another one or asked us, this is around the time you and I met and then asked us again. Um, his name actually rhymes with your dog's name. I don't know if you remember him or not, but do you I, remember that kid? I don't. Okay. He's like, I'm fucking killing it. And like, I have to come here and wait. I'm like, son, this is just the fucking, do you remember this? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and then like, he came to another one and he's like, as a comedian, I'm like, you're not that like until you are. And I said this earlier and I said it again, I like playing golf. I like playing tennis. I like playing hoop with my friends, all that kind of shit. I would never go into something in that regard of as a professional basketball player. It's like, until you make your living, I don't want to hear your shitty opinions on it. I don't want to hear your, the, your advice is the biggest one. I fucking hate it when people are like, you know what? You should do this. That dude, that drives like Austin got advice from people. Like, I think you've gotten some, I've never even been in the, at the short point of time that I've, I've been doing comedy still two years in, uh-huh. I've received More some of, of the dumbest yep. unsolicited advice yep. in my entire fucking life. And like, I, I fucking it's because hate com- that, It's because comics like, think they're fucking philosophers, man. They're like, we're the modern day philosophers. No, we're like, not, dude. We're are- like, <laughs> dude, oh my fucking God, dude. No, we're not. We're up there trying to make people laugh. And again, when you're taking it that fucking seriously, the whole point of this is to have fun. Dude, nothing's funnier to me, observationally, um, than somebody trying to come up to me, tell me something very profound about the nature of comedy, sure. joke delivery, mm-hmm. reading an audience, and doing self-awareness, time, yeah. and then going on stage and being like, here's a joke about queefs. Like, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, dude. It's, the, like, it's the weirdest juxtaposition, and it happens all the it time. It happens all the time. And thankfully, I never really got any. Actually, that's not true. And I'll tell you just a quick story before we are done. But like... All of those people that I hope are listening to this don't come up to me and wax poetically about stand-up. We're fucking idiots trying to make people laugh. It does not need to be taken that seriously. You should take your craft of trying to write jokes seriously because the ultimate point is you are trying to entertain people. So make sure that whatever avenue you're trying to do is do it in. But then don't go on stage with a fucking guitar and sing gay songs to me or don't go up there and talk about, you know, as a libertarian, it's like, shut the fuck up. You work at a fucking drive through. Don't tell me what's funny and what isn't. And certainly don't come up to people who are just there to try to enjoy themselves and say, you know what you should work on is this. Fuck you. It's the first thing, and like Austin said something to me about it one time. He's like, I was like, I don't know what to tell you to do. All I'm going to tell you to do, and that should be everyone's advice. If they're ever asked, just try to be funny. Yeah, the the best way that I've ever heard it phrased um, is 
you cannot give somebody advice in stand-up comedy because the only thing that you can ex- tell somebody how to do as a comic is sound more like you. Exactly. That's a, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to sound more like you than... I, I say this all the time. I can't write jokes. I just tell stories and I try to make them funny. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. So I would never tell you, Zach, like, well, you, what you should do. And it's like, no, dude. Like... I, I was just making a joke about this the other day. Someone's like, yeah, your setups. I'm like, yeah, dude, I torture people with them. I mean, I have 10 minutes and I'm telling you one fucking story. You think I should be telling anybody how to do it? I just know what I'm good at doing and I'm good at that part of it. it like, I've gotten advice once and it was, I, I was at the HaHa. I had been in LA for maybe three or four days and Damon Wayans Jr. dropped in and... They're like, I was getting ready to go up, and this kid, Brandon, I wish I knew your name, dude. Shout out to him. He was cool as fuck. I didn't really get a lot of chance to interact with him, but um, he's, he walked up to me, and he was like, hey, JD, uh, Damon Wayans Jr. is in here. First of all, nice that he's doing this. He remembered my name. Like, he was just a kind guy, and yeah. I, I only had maybe three or four interactions with him because he like, managed a band or something like that, but uh, Damon Wayans Jr. just dropped in. He's going to do 15 minutes, and you're going to go on after him. Oh, shit. No problem. And also, like, I've been in L.A. maybe five days. Like, oh, shit. Damon Wayans Jr. is in here? He goes up, does 20 minutes, and crushes. Does great. And the cool part about him was, he's like, hey, I know I, Brandon said, I know JD's coming up, but we have a special treat for you guys. Damon Wayans Jr. is in here. Damon Wayans Jr. goes up there, and he goes, hey, JD, sorry, man. I'm uh, going to be done really quick, but make sure you guys stay after for him. You didn't need to do that, and that was incredibly fucking cool. Yeah, dude, it was incredibly fucking cool. He goes up, does 15, 20 minutes, murders that room, and then he goes, all right, guys, um, JD's coming up. Thank you so much for your time. So effectively, he introduced me, which, again, he didn't have to do, and then I was sitting at a table that was right next to the back door, the door that you walk into the showroom at, and he goes back there and walks behind me, fist bump me, and he just kind of turns around, and he looks like he's going to watch my set. All of that he didn't have to do. And then I went up there and I, people talk about bombing. You have no fucking idea what it's like to bomb. I promise you. About a mile from the 110 freeway, I could hear that freeway. I don't know that they hated me necessarily. I just wasn't Damon Wayans Jr. It is more loud in here right now than it was in that room for five minutes. Da, 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 da. I could, it, dude, it was heartbreaking. It was embarrassing. It was, and again, people are like, man, I bombed. No, 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 no. I fucking bombed. It was awful. And I'm like, and I remember this Brandon kid was sitting next to the stage. And I had, done, like I said, at that point, I'd done maybe 50 stand up 50 times, like going to, you know, whatever. I've been going there and all that kind of stuff for three days. So I'm kind of getting, I don't know anybody in this room. No one's been introduced to me and I haven't really, you know, and he just kind of sits there and watches me and I'm like, fuck this. I'm sitting up here for five minutes at like halfway through. Like, dude, I did my first joke, 10 seconds, nothing. Second joke, 30 seconds, nothing. And again, I, dude, it was so bad. But I, to myself, I was like, all right, I'm sitting up here for five minutes. He gave me the light, and I'm like, cool. I pointed at him. All right, I got a minute left. So anyway, um, 
you know, nothing. I mean, nobody cared. And then I got off stage and I was like, <sighs> dude, it like took the fucking breath out of you. It was so bad and so quiet in that room. And Damon Wayne Jr. did not stick around for my set, by the way. He, he left the second I said, thank you. <laughs> and so, but obviously he didn't have to, and I'm not saying that he did, but like I got out there, I went and immediately like went to the bar and I got out of that room and like, not that I was getting ready to cry. I was just like, what the fuck was that dude? Like it was insane. And then that Brandon kid came up to me and again, he didn't have to do this. And he was just like, Hey man, what you did is really fucking tough. Nobody wants to follow him. And not only did you follow him, but you sat in it for five minutes. You did really well. That was really good. I was like, dude, no, it wasn't. And he's like, no, that's the point. You have to be uncomfortable with that. That's perfect advice. If you want to try to do this thing that we do. And he was very nice about it and very great. I think he might've bought me a drink. He's like, yeah, man, that's tough. That is a tough spot to do. And congratulations. You stuck it out for five whole minutes. Yeah, dude. Following fucking Damon Waynes Jr. That's an insane i it, couldn't even dude i i i can't say i i i don't even know what to say about it now it was brutal brutal yeah, yeah people could be like um you're following the fucking his dad's one mascot of the, greatest, of the yeah. quad city river bandits and i'd be like oh my god i'm oh so, god, I'm so stressed right this, now i'll say this right now in respect to her and i mean this wholeheartedly i won't follow leslie mitchell i won't go do it you, yeah. i have to go before her i will not go up after her I just will not do it. I followed. Uh, I followed Leslie. Oh. My first uh, headlining show yeah. at Yoshi's. Who'd they like more? Oh, they hated me, dude. <laughs> dude that's what, they, I, they. She's so fucking good. Um, they, they, yeah. they, they fucking. That was. I mean, that was the the worst. Probably one of the worst sets of my entire life. Yeah. I, I, I was given thirty minutes. <sighs> I had realistically. I realistically had 20 minutes sure. of fresh material. Yeah. And if I wanted to create 30 minutes, I would have to go back into material I hadn't done for a very long time. Right. And there were some, I mean, there were some good jokes that exist within that material, mm -hmm. but it is a material that's been my rotation forever. I haven't had a reason to pull it out. You yeah. know, um, I was having more fun doing the, you know, the jokes that I had had for, you know, t 20 minutes. Stuff you know works. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I had to pull from a lot of uh, old stuff in order to create that amount of time, which I don't think I did. I literally think what I actually did on stage was go up there so in my head about having to brush off old jokes that I hadn't used in forever to make 30 minutes that I told mainly those mm -hmm. a couple of the actual good, of what you were, clean, yeah, like polished yeah. 20 minutes that audiences have been liking that I had been practicing and then maybe did 22 minutes on stage mm -hmm. and then walked off. Um, <laughs> it was it was an outdoor venue, which fucking I'll never do outdoors again. I've heard they're tough. Ever. I've never done it. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a packed house. And then I had people that were watching me do stand up that I respected a lot in my life that had never seen me do it before. Mm -hmm. It was a recipe for disaster. Sure. It was never going uh -huh. to be a fucking good set. But most of the people that were at that show saw me, you know, perform later after the fact uh in in murder you know yeah. so it's it's fine i don't really i'm you know i'm getting back in the 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 flow of things now um i'm doing a lot of writing that feels like meaningful writing as far as comedy writing is going mm -hmm. at this moment um you know like it, it's just that's the way it is it's 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 you know ups and downs with me i was discussing this 
I probably discussed this component of who I am as a person with every guest that I've had on just because it it is, it's such a major character trait, character flaw. It's, it's an aspect of who I am. When uh-huh. you get Zach Vaughn, you get the fact that everything in my life is, is highs flow states where I'm, I'm, I'm doing phenomenally at whatever I'm pursuing, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, it's peaks and valleys across the board. Yeah. Um, I wish that I could be consistent, um, you know, can consistently average, right. uh, even, uh, that would make me feel good. Um, <laughs> but I mean, do I really wish that because, you know, the peaks are great, mm-hmm. you know, well above average and the right. things that I'm doing. Uh, so would I sacrifice hitting true high notes um, just to fall into ruts, just to stay consistent and, and be okay? I don't know. I yeah. don't know, man. I don't know what the answer to that question is. Yeah. Well, but also, too, like with what you're saying, and I know that you do get a little, I don't know if it's in your own head or whatever it is, but it's also, too, like, I mean, that's kind of how it's fine to be the way that you are. And it's also fine with because, and I, I'll say this because I feel like I know you comfortably. It's also fine to be at the perfectionist in which you are when you are trying to do an endeavor like this or like stand up or like what I hate most about like society today mm-hmm. is that yes. it's uncool. It's universally uncool to try really hard. That's at something. so fucking gay to me. Like I, why man? Yeah. Like, you know, like I've had like people like, I don't think they mean it like maliciously, but I've had people like take jabs at me for like really trying to promote this podcast and grow it. And I'm like, why, why are you taking this jab at me, dude? Like I'm trying to make this big. Guess what? The reason I'm trying to make this big is to give more opportunities to fucking people around here. Right. Okay. Like I I worked really hard on a podcast and now you're on an episode and instead of 10 people hearing it, 500 fucking people are hearing it that Mm -hmm. wouldn't have heard it before. Yeah, man, that was pretty gay of me doing all that promotion and really fucking trying. Go fucking suck a dick, dude. See, and that's what I'm saying too. It's like, (laughs) it's like, and I agree with you and that's, and we will leave it at that because I agree with you. It's like all of those people are like, can you believe he's doing fucking stand up or can you believe he's doing fucking podcast? All of those people are the first ones that are come up to you and be like, you know, I really want to do stand up or I'll be an episode on your show. Yeah, for exactly. Sure. Fuck Every time. Suck our dicks. Suck our collective dicks. Fuck, but, both our dicks. Yeah. One mouth, your mouth. Suck them. So, yeah. All of you. <laughs> collectively go fuck yourselves because yeah. I agree with you. Wholeheartedly. I like my balls played with, uh, Hey, you know what? Who doesn't, yeah. um, real quick. Thank you very much. This was a lot of fun. Both times that we got to do it. I love you very much. <laughs> this was so fucking cool. And I really, really appreciate you wanting me to be the first guest. I love, I love you, you so much. much. Thanks buddy.